Agents Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Espresso Agent. The key to success in real estate is confidence, especially when it comes time to call prospects. Espresso Agent gives you that confidence with the best for sale by owners and expired contacts delivered directly to your inbox seven days a week. Up to 90% of our contacts have phone numbers and the most cell phone numbers on the market. Every day, you can dial with confidence when you dial with Espresso Agent. Visit EspressoAgent.com forward slash agents. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Lab Code Agents podcast. And today, we are going to bring a very interesting gentleman on board to share with you some pretty awesome content, some pretty amazing stories. We're going to be talking to Adrian Fisher, who is the founder of a platform called Property Simple. He is a serial entrepreneur, regular contributor to of real estate marketing advice for publications such as Forbes, HuffPost, Inc., Rewrite, Realtor Magazine. He has spent more than a decade in Latin America, specifically Argentina, Chile, which he's going to tell us about creating some really awesome tech for those countries, which is pretty fascinating. And today is back in the States, living in in Scottsdale, Arizona, uh, with his company called Property Simple, where they automate and simplify how you can market yourself on social media. Folks, you want to stay and listen to this one because you're going to get some nuggets. Adrian, welcome to the show, my friend. Oh, thank you so much. I mean, that's that's a great intro. <laughs> well, you know, I just I use what you guys give me, and I just kind of <laughs> you know I make it sound really sexy. So, uh, so welcome, so me. welcome. So obviously, a lot of our audience may not know who you are. So if you could right. please share with us, uh, like, kind of who you are, where you come from, like how you came up in and got into the real estate business. And of course, we want to hear some of these stories about the Latin American travels. Yeah. I mean, gosh, I sort of just want to get into it with a fun story because it really does explain how, how I got here. Um, and it starts, it starts all the way back in high school, you know, so I'll try to keep it short, but it is, it is a good one. So when I was in high school, just like everybody else, just a normal dude in high school, doing my thing. And I was taking a, a physics class. I, I think it was like my junior year. And there was this kid in my class and we had partners and we would work on different projects. And they partnered me up with this kid named Sebastian. And this is like this, this guy, Sebastian, basically changed my life is where we're going to go with this story. I'm going to give you the long and short of it. Um, but when, when I was in this group, I didn't sort of want him in my group because he didn't speak much English. And I was, you know, at the time, you know, high school and I was like, oh man, you know, how am I going to get this done? And we had this project. And the project was we had to build this self-powered car, you know, and how to use gravity or some, some kind of thing we were learning in our physics class, but it couldn't have like an engine or anything. And I was like, how am I going to do this with this kid? And so um, I was partnered up with this guy who didn't speak a lot of English. And so we're trying to communicate. He doesn't know a lot of words, but he was showing me some pictures about him. And he ended up being, um, he was sort of like a race car driver. He was, uh, he was driving carts, you know, at the time, cause he was still young. He was like a professional carter and he had came from Columbia. And so I was like, oh, that's, that's sort of cool because this project we're working on, we have to build a self-driving little car, you know, like self-powered car. And, you know, they had like examples with mouse traps and stuff like that, put a rubber band and it would go and, and they, they would sort of race him at the end see how far they went. Hmm. And so I was like, well, at least this guy knows something, you know, so we're going to start talking and I realized he really didn't know a lot of words, but the one word he knew was fantastic. Uh, it was like, yes, no, fantastic. 
maybe a few other words. And, but you know, he dropped pictures and we look at stuff. And this guy, after like a week, I was like in love with him as a friend, obviously, but he was just so positive because every, like he didn't, didn't have a way to express himself besides fantastic, fantastic. So we'd be hanging out and everything was fantastic. And then I was like, dude, I, you're coming to my circle of friends. And then all my friends love the guy. And we're, he was just the most positive dude because everything was fantastic for the guy. And I ended up becoming really good friends with him. We built this big, sort of bigger version of the car and, uh, you know, one and everything. And it was, it was a lot of fun and we stayed friends. And um, I ended up, you know, writing like press releases for him and stuff because he didn't speak much English. And he, he started to 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 excel in his career, you know, he started to race, I think, Formula Three, and he was doing really well. And so that was sort of my, the my intro into like, how did I get into this? It was this one sort of interaction in high school took me on a totally different journey. When I finished high school, I went to ASU, um, Arizona State. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna go study economics, you know, I don't know, maybe I'll be a lawyer or something. I didn't know what I was going to do. But I figured that was sort of the path that you're supposed to do. And my buddy, he just had like this crazy adventure going on. He'd left and he was racing uh, Formula 3 in Europe. And then suddenly he was racing Formula 3 in Argentina. And, you know, we touched base every couple months and he just had his wild stories. And I'm like, well, I got some wild stories too, but, you know, they're mostly around drunk people at ASU. <laughs> and, it was, and it was fun, you know, and we sort of kept in touch. And it was like a, a couple years later, he, he gave me this crazy invitation. He's like, hey, Adrian, you know, I'm, I'm going to be racing cars. I'm racing cars right now in Spain and I have this extra apartment. Do you want to come? You can learn, you can learn Spanish. And, um, there's, I got this job where we drive cars down from Mercedes and I drive them down from Germany to, to Madrid, drop them off. I can give you that job. You make money. I'm like, dude, this is like for like 23 year old Adrian was like a dream. Like, yeah, I'll drive some Mercedes and, and make some money. Um, so I, I had this idea to take a trip. And so I, I got all ready for it. I got ready for the trip and everything. And about a week before the trip, he calls me up and he's like, hey, actually, he was, I think he was racing for Toyota at the time. He's like, Toyota's sending me to Argentina for a year. So like the deal, you know, sort of off. And I'm like, man, I sold my car. You know, I got rid of my apartment. I told all my friends I'm leaving. Like, I'm all in, man. You know, I made a big stink about it, like how cool it's going to be. And so I'm like, no, 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 I'm going to meet you in Argentina. Like, we'll figure it out. And so that's how I got got to Argentina from Scottsdale. I just followed this kid down there. And it was a life-changing journey and um, really cool because it let me do something that probably I wouldn't have done, which was get super out of my comfort zone, not really know anybody, so have a space to like create and do stuff and not really worry about it. Um, and so I ended up in Argentina, long story short, he, uh, he, we met up, he raced one race, crashed the car, they sent him back to Spain. And I was just like, dude, you kidding me? And he's like, oh, wait for me, man. I'll be back in three months. I'll figure it out. And so I, so I was like, okay. So I stayed down there. I convinced another friend that I worked with to come with me. So we hung out and we, you know, we traveled back, back a little bit. And um, I ended up staying. I was like, you know what? What if I stay for a year and try to learn Spanish? And um, so I stayed down there and I looked for a job. And it was sort of funny because I was basically an illegal immigrant. My visa was like expired and I couldn't get a job. So I was like, well, what if I could do something that, I can make money remotely. So I started with websites. And so I learned how to make websites. I didn't have a computer at the time. I went to the cyber cafe. This is like 14 years ago or something. And so you could rent these computers for like a buck a day. And so I would go in there and I'd start, you know, learning Photoshop, building websites. And I did that. And that turned into a business where about a year later, I had a staff of five people. 
And suddenly my, my one year to learn Spanish was like, well, why don't I stay one more year? And that one more year was one more year, one more year. I stayed in Argentina for six years. We had about 20 people at one point and we're building a bunch of software for guys in the US. You know, we'd build it for half the price, third of the price sometimes. And that's where I sort of got, got my experience, you know, cut my chops a little bit down there. And it was awesome. You know, that was a really, really good experience for me. And it changed sort of everything. That's what I did in the first part of my career. That's sort of how I got out of the States, got into something that wasn't really my thing. And then, and then I came up with a, a product, you know, I said, Hey, we built, we built products for other people for six years. Let's build something of our own. And we looked for the biggest problem to solve down there. And sort of another funny story, we had an office and we had, I had my apartment and down in Argentina at the time, a lot of people were underbanked. So, you know, your landlords would have a bank account, but most of the people paying rent didn't. And so they would send these guys all around the country on bicycles and they would go knock on the doors and collect it in cash and give you a little piece of paper. And they did that for my office. They did that for my apartments. It was always like that. And about once a year, one of the dudes would take all the rent money and steal it and just disappear. You know, and that was like, they just calculated that into the losses. (laughs) It was like part of the business model. And, um, but if you didn't have that little piece of paper, you'd have to go, you'd pay twice, man, because you'd have no way to prove that you paid. And so we came up with a system to bank those transactions. I'm like, well, what if we banked all these transactions? You know, the landlords, they have accounts. Um, and we partnered with um, a couple of different companies. We ended up having 5,000 locations where you could pay at ATM machines, at supermarkets, this little card, you scan it, pay, then we digitize the transaction. So that was like really how I got into property. That was a while back. And as soon as we had built that system, uh, a friend called me from, from California, from San Francisco, and he said, hey, you know, there's this new thing in Chile. They're giving entrepreneurs like free money. They give you like 40 grand if you have something cool to move there. And so I was like, really, you know, and I saw it in the news. I made sure it wasn't fake. And I applied to this thing and they, we got in and I was in this very first round of a thing called startup Chile it was the first, I think it was the first government back like startup incubator. You know, this was back before you had like Y Combinator and all these, these different ones. If you're sort of like a, a startup nerd, you'd know about those. But back then that was like, that was like crazy that that was right next door to us. So we got in, they paid us 40,000 bucks. We moved to Chile and we built this payment system, which, which became, um, I believe the largest payment system down there. I ended up selling it off a few years ago. And, um, yeah, so that was my intro. Then I started building property portals. I was with the bank at the time processing a lot of money. And I said, what if we also did mortgages, you know, and they said, well, we'll give you a pilot program. And we took that and we had this sort of interesting thing. We had an opportunity where, and this is sort of the crux of what Property Simple was birthed from. We had this really cool opportunity. We're like, hey, we can sell mortgages and make money, but nobody knows us. We're sort of foreigners down here. You know, what could we do? And I said, well, what if we built a large property portal and then we put a calculator on it where people can simulate. And if they wanted it, we would have originators in our office and we, we could do it then that way. Problem was, is in Chile at the time, they don't have an MLS. So you'd have to upload the properties one by one. And then nobody knew who we were was the second thing because we were just in payment processing. And so it was like, you had this massive chicken and the egg problem where it's like, well, if you build a property portal and it could be really cool, but there's nobody there, like nobody wants to go look at that, right? And then if you want to go and tell someone, hey, give me like, I don't know, say 50 bucks to put your listings on my, my property portal. That there's nobody there and I'm the only guy, like nobody wants to do it, right? So we had this idea where we were like, well, what if we took somebody's properties, we'll put them on there 
And then we run a ton of Facebook ads to that one property. That guy would probably get leads, right? And so we did that. And that guy got a ton of leads. He got crazy amounts of leads. And then he told everybody else. And we took that case study. And then suddenly within 18 months, we're the second largest property portal. And we just rode social media all the way, probably before anyone else down there. And we built this thing really, really fast. And what we saw was that if you took a, a good property um, and ran a ton of traffic through it, you would get leads. And, you know, this is sort of old news now, right? But at the time it wasn't, you know, it was sort of a big deal. What, are, so what we, year are we talking here? This was in 2014. Okay. Yep. Ahead of your time. Got it. Go. Mm-hmm. And so we grew a really big property portal like that. And that's sort of what we did. And we originated a bunch of mortgages and around, I think, I don't know if it was 2015 ish, maybe my dad became a real estate agent in the States. Right. And so he had been working for the city, our city for about 20 years. And then he decided to become a real estate agent when he's on his way out. And it was like a year into him being a real estate agent. They're like, sort of like, Hey, can you help me with my Facebook? Can you help me with Twitter? Can you help me? Like, I need a website. Not like, you know, I'm like the kid that like has like some tech stuff. They don't even know what it is really, but they're like, you know, Hey, you know, you know how to use computer, you know, help me out. And um, so for Christmas, I fly out and I'm like trying to like set up to Twitter and the Facebook and all this stuff. And I'm like, yeah, you know, you just put properties on the internet, you run leads. And he's like, well, where do I get the leads and how do I do it? And, you know, we noticed that like no one had really done that at scale. You know, there was like companies that would do a little bit here and there, but it wasn't like something that like Zillow at the time or one of these companies was just like you could click a button and all this cool stuff would happen. Like to do content marketing was like a massive pain, Mm -hmm. you know? And so we gave him an Excel sheet with a content calendar and told him to do this and to write here and I set up his blog and WordPress and all that, all that jazz. And, um, you know, it started working. He actually was doing pretty good. And um, sort of that slump, that first year slump started after, you know, you, you run out of your, your sphere of influence, which happens pretty fast. Now you got to go out to the real world. You know, he was having a hard time there. So that's that content strategy started to work very slowly, but it was working. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we went back with our partners and we were like, you know, just for fun, let's check if anyone else is like doing this. And we took another trip out to the U.S. And at that time, I think this was in like 2015, almost 2016, we couldn't find really anyone sort of automating that flow at scale. It was very much like, you know, hire this guy and he'll run your ads, hire this other guy and he'll write your blog and he'll post it to social media Maybe you could get both guys in one, which would be really cool. But it was very much like, who do you know type thing and not, not super easy. We saw the experience we had with our, our platform in Latin America. And we're like, well, why don't we just do this in the U.S.? And that's how, I, that's how Property Simple started. Then we moved back to the U.S. And we went all in and we built the thing from scratch, you know, because it's a it's, you know, different market out here. You know, that really started in 2017. We were able to raise funds for the idea and build out a big team to do it. And so we launched in 2018 and we've been growing pretty quick since. And, you know, the gist of it is, is we do that thing that we did for my dad, but it's just all automated. You write the articles, um, we post your properties, we make videos for them. Sort of like Facebook when you're, it's like, you know, you've been friends with this guy for three years and they make like this collage and like music and animation. We do the same thing. We're like, oh, here's your open house. You click a button and this cool video comes out for your open house. And then we'll post that to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn. Anyone clicks it they're back into the funnel, right? Like a content marketing funnel. And, and as, yeah, a, as and in like a, a retargeting funnel, 
Well, basically you're, you, you're going to turn into lead in the system and, and then we'll give you the next steps and you can see like what you've done and everything in there. And we have a bunch of cool features for that kind of stuff, but we just make it really, really easy. So people like my dad can do it and like actually looks good, feels good, the quality content. Got it. So, so who is, you know, when you say, let's, let's use your dad as the example, you're saying somebody like my dad can do it. Describe who that ideal customer is. And then let's go a little bit deeper on what the platform can do for you, but then also get just your take on that content creation and that brand growth and that sort of thing. But, but first uh, yeah. to describe what you mean by that when you say like my dad. Well, it's funny because I think my dad's pretty hip. He, he knows how to use a computer. He knows how to use the internet. He knows how to use social media, post stuff and interact with his friends or whatever, share funny content. When it comes to like, okay, now I have to write a blog, right? Yeah, all right. So he can, you know, he was doing it before, but it, we had to set up the blog. We had to set everything up for him. He didn't really know how to do that or didn't maybe want to do that. And then he has to write cool stuff all the time. It's like, well, that's not enough, Jeff. You know, you, you also have to do really cool photos and stuff especially for other places like Facebook, you know, you want to have a really cool photo to lead into. People actually just want to see houses. They don't really, they'll read your content, which is cool, but they actually want to like look into sides of people's homes, right? So now you have to have houses to look at, right? So we're like, well, let's give you houses too. But you want those leads to go to you, right? So you need to have like the right kind of landing page, the right kind of setup for that to happen. And then people also want to look at your expertise, but not you telling them, show them. Right. So like we, we came up with this thing called collections. You could put together like four or five things for, let's say you put 10 houses that have pools in Arizona that are under 400 K in one neighborhood. It's like hyper specific and a realtor that lives in that neighborhood would know that kind of stuff. But there are people in his sphere of influence, like on social media that actually would like to see that. So he can just click a couple buttons, put that together. And then an auto post to all his different social networks. So that was like one thing that we did. And then it was like, well, you know, you also have to post at different times on different social networks. Like Twitter moves really fast. You got to post maybe a couple times a day. LinkedIn is super slow. You know, maybe three times a week is all you need. You may be posting on Facebook. It's a little bit more, but not that much. And it's different kind of content. Posting on Instagram is different as well. It's a visual. Um, you also want to run ads, right? Because organic's one piece, but you need now business too, mm-hmm. right? So like suddenly that content mix is, is sort of a lot of work. And so while my dad could poke through it with a lot of guidance, he doesn't really want to, and he doesn't really have the money to hire an assistant that that's like good, that could do that as well. Maybe some teams can hire an assistant that's really good, but your average solo agent, even if they're, they're good, they want to be out there showing houses. They want to be out there doing stuff in the world, right? Mm-hmm. They didn't, they didn't sign up to be, to be like a blogger or a content marketer. Right. That's sort of like the framework. So I sort of see it for those people who, who need to like have a decent online presence. Like it used to be like back in the day, you would like Google somebody and if they didn't have a webpage, you were like, nah, I don't know, man, this guy's mm-hmm. not. And that's not just for real estate, for anything, right? Right. You know, you'd like Google and be like, ah, you know, I can't find anything out about this guy. I don't really know. Or you'd find their blog and they haven't written anything for like four years. And it's like, yeah. it's not in the same industry anymore. And you, it just sort of like raises a red flag. And then you find one other guy who's like the top of search results. He's got it all together. And that's how it would work. You know, you'd probably choose that guy. And that's how the social world works now. Right. And now it's like people, you got to sort of pass that BS test again. You know, you need someone to give them the card and then they look you up on Facebook and you're just, you know, you're ranting on the internet. You're not doing anything. Right. It's like, well, that's not. Or you haven't, po- you haven't posted since 2016 or something like that. Or something like that. Yeah. You, you don't have a presence really, you know? And so it's like, it's easier than ever to reach people, but the bar is actually higher than ever as well. Right. So now it's like, 
since it's so easy, the amount of work you have to do to stay relevant, it's like a lot. I, I my business like automate a lot of it. If you can do it, because it's like what you want is like chances of them like reading and like going in deep into your article and then like writing you to criticize you because like they didn't like one little thing. It's not going to happen. What they want to see is that you actually are posting stuff that you wrote stuff that like you are in the market, you're active, you have listings, or it looks like you have listings. You know, they're not going to spend three hours like going into your your history of who you are as a person. Dude. They're just going to look at you and be like, okay, yeah, this looks right. And that's sort of what we help with. We make sure that if you touch any of our clients' social media accounts, they all look great. They look good. They're active. They got lots of stuff going on. If you click through it, you can find houses that are like active right now anywhere in the country. And if you want info, that guy's going to get the lead. That's like, it's pretty simple. But what we saw is that the way people find stuff is changing. So it's sort of needed too. Because like we said before, you would like search for the guy and you see his webpage and that's where you, how you make your choice. Well, that's how people found houses. They would be like, okay, they would search, they'd find Zillow. We can knock Zillow all day long. But actually the platform is pretty, pretty good. Unified at the time, it unified the whole country in one single place. The app was good. The website was good. You could find what you're looking for. And that was a big deal then. And so what's happened now, it's like, okay, it's still good, still a big deal. They might be getting into crazy business models, whatever. But the, the fact is people need houses and they're not Googling as much. They're on the, you know, they're on their phone all day long, right? And what do you do on your phone? Well, like 90% of the time you're just scrolling and you're either in like, you're basically in four apps. You're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, and you're consuming content. I think Zillow in the top is not even the top 100 in the app store. And they're the number one guys, right? Because most people just, they're not thinking about that. They buy a house once every five and a half years. Mm -hmm. So the buy cycle's long in real estate. So like, how do you stay in front of people when the buy cycle's so long? Well, you got to use content marketing. That's what every other company in the world's figured out, right? That's what they're all doing. It's just actually hard if you don't have a real big company with like teams dedicated to it. And so for real estate agents, it's like a one person shop or maybe a two person shop. You need that firepower still, but you got to do it in a way that's easy. Sure. Let's talk about that a little bit. And by the way, you didn't mention YouTube, which, oh, by the way, is only like the second awesome. the second biggest search engine in the world next to Google and is the third most visited site in the world next to Google and Facebook, actually. So let's talk about that because obviously, you know, so we, we get a little bit of understanding what Property Simple does, which I do want to dive a little bit deeper, but I want to talk to just the general concept of what you're saying. So if, yeah. you're, if you're listening to this podcast and you've stuck with us here, he brought up, Adrian brought up a great point. And, and the point was like back in the day, uh, somebody would Google and see if you had an online presence, right? They would go see if you had a website. That doesn't matter as much as it used to. It's still important to have that because somebody who's searching you is going to go even deeper. But nowadays, it's all about having a social presence and having a brand. And we talk about this. And Adrian and I don't know each other. So Adrian, you don't know that I travel around the country speaking and teaching about this. I teach it from a perspective of like, you need to be doing this on your own or, you know, fine, hire a company. But even if you hire a company to do it, you still have to have your own authentic content out there yep. like, because people are going to search and they, they're going to end up going into a rabbit hole when they go search you and you want them to go deep into that rabbit hole on your social sites and seeing who you are as a human being. They're probably not going on there to watch your videos about, you know, your listing videos, right? They're not going on there to listen to you babble on about what the market's doing. They're going on there getting sucked in because you're showing your kids and your grandkids and your pets and your travel and your personal side, right? And so I'd like, you know, you're an expert on this. And so for the agent who's out there who says, you know what, I 
am a single agent and I want to do this on my own. I know it. I've heard Jeff. I've heard Gary Vaynerchuk. I've heard everybody say it. I got to do this. Like this is a strategy. It's no different than prospecting or calling expireds or FISBOs, whatever. It's called you need to social media. And so uh, from your perspective, let's just say somebody listening to this and says, I'm going to do it on my own. What are, what are some of the best pieces of advice you would give someone on what type of content they should be sharing and how they can grow that presence? How often should they be posting? How much should be personal versus business? How much video content? You know, that sort of thing. What, what kind of advice do you give an agent on that topic? Totally, totally. I mean, with or without us, you should be doing it. And even with us, we would just be one piece, right? Like, you're right. YouTube, we didn't talk about it because we don't have anything for YouTube. But like, should you be on YouTube? Yeah, man. Totally. <laughs> right? So it's like... It's just, it's just like aligning with, with the real world, right? With life. And you just look around and what do you see? You see people consuming stuff all day long. That's Gary Vee tapped into it. You're probably talking about it all day long. Everyone that like wants to market a business is all over it because it's like reality. Mm-hmm. It's just things move, man. And where they, where they are right now, it's, it's quite interesting. Actually, there's, there's a ton of people on social media. It's changing all the time. You have stuff like TikTok too, that's coming up. And it's like, so that's one of my favorites. Right. Right. So it's like, what, Content's different for every platform. TikTok, you know, you might have to like dance or something, you know? Mm-hmm. And if you want to be on Instagram, you should have cool photos. If you want to be on Facebook, you know, you need a mix of a little bit of everything. Um, LinkedIn, you know, keep it, keep it professional, but share really interesting information that people like in between looking, you know, maybe for a job or something can pop into there or looking for the next thing. And so it's like in the real world, yeah, you want to do everything. Ideally, like my company, for our company, we do YouTube, we do Vimeo, we do TikTok, we do Facebook, we do Twitter, we do everything. We have a whole team of people for that. And they're making content all day long, and that's all they get paid to do. And we want the attention, just like every other company out there. You know, and we're trying to find, like, cool content all the time. Um, You know, there's this thing called the coronavirus challenge right now. I mean, it's, like, horrible. There's, like, this disease. But, like, people are, like, making these videos, washing their hands and stuff on the internet. And they're on TikTok and they're on all these places. And it's, like, that's trending right now. You know, so it's like, you got to really know by participating, right? So if you're participating, you're going to know. Step one is just do it. Like, don't think about it. Just start. Just start doing it. Like, that's, you know, always very easy to say, hard to do, because there's like this inertia from not doing it to suddenly doing it. And, you know, you guys, the whole psychology there, that's, that's like a whole nother video, right? But the moment you start doing it, then it's like, okay, what do I do? Well, look around. Let's see what everyone else is doing. Right. If you're on TikTok, go, go spend. I think Gary Vee gets to go spend like an hour a day on TikTok for like two weeks, which is like insane. He's like, your whole view of, of the world will change. Right. <laughs> like, you're like, I didn't even know children were like this. And like, what the hell? And, right. you know, and like suddenly it's going to warp your whole brain and then you'll know what to post. Right. And then, you know, same thing on Instagram, same thing on Twitter, same thing on Facebook. I would say in general, things move at different speeds. They have different formats. Right. Twitter is. It's a lot of people sharing news and commenting on the news and commenting on the current events. So it's a lot of sort of real-time stuff. It's about participating in the, the conversations, tagging people, and getting in, in, the, in the active stuff that's happening, right? So being seen versus not being seen, engagement. So that takes, that takes a lot of time. What Gary Vee does really well there is if you see what Gary Vee posts right now on his channels, the guy has his phone number up there. He's like, text me, dude. He makes videos. He puts them on Facebook, puts them on on even on he tweets him out he's engaging people to like talk to him talk to him talk to him and so that's a really good strategy on on really all the 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 media platforms but you know i think he really started that on twitter and then took it everywhere else and so like engagement in that way there you know you're in there all the time 
okay, on LinkedIn, it's moved slower. So you want to post maybe not so much more interesting content or engage again with the conversation that's already happening, right? Piggyback on, on the trend to be seen. And then hopefully someone can click anything that you contributed and take them somewhere useful, right? For whatever your, your intent is. Um, promoting your business, of course. Right. So, so there's that, you know, on Facebook, Facebook's really changed a lot. It's, it's a little bit older of a demographic now, actually quite quickly it's changed, but it's still, everyone's on it. You know, everyone's got installed on their phone. It's not going to go away. Right. So you want to be on Facebook, your Facebook pages, your business pages, technically, uh, you know, we post to them. It's like a big part of our company, but they're dead. They're great. You know? so, yep. Uh, yeah, it's dead, man. So you got to share that content over to your personal page, right? Yep. And then like say something cool about it. So, and because of the API rules, which is how you like a provider like us would connect to Facebook, you can't post on, on personal pages anymore. You can't use stuff like Buffer or, or even mm -hmm. Proper Simple or anybody to post on those Facebook pages. You have to do it on, organically. On, you have to do it organically on the personal pages. So we'd recommend if you can automate your business page, cool, no one's going to be there. Tag some friends, do some stuff to get them to see the content and then share it over to your personal, right? Mm -hmm. And then keep the conversation going. But what you want to do is you you always want to be a real person. You want to look your best because it, it is your first impression for most people, uh, social media, right? Just like you go to a job interview, you you, you want to like look like you're ready for the job, right? I don't care what kind of job it is, whatever it is, you dress for success, you know, you look the part, whatever. Mm -hmm. Social media is sort of the same. Sometimes you forget that and we overshare. I would dial it in and like have an actual plan for me personally, right? Like I have a plan for my my persona on the internet. Me, who I am in my house is probably like really different than who I am on the internet, you know, and who I am on Forbes or something is like totally different than who I am when I'm like with my homeboy right. and we're just, we're like talking smack. Like yeah. that's not the same. Like, and I'm not, not being inauthentic. It's just that I have a different goal for that content. Right. And so like, that's sort of where you, you need to find that line and it's different for everyone. That's yeah. what I'm trying to say. And then, and use it on social media. Like, what we do with, we advise for our clients is like, okay, so if your Facebook page looks really cool, right? Now make all the content media, all the social media accounts look similar. Like use that same picture everywhere, use that same branding everywhere. Keep that sort of brand alive. Pick a brand and stick with it. That way you don't have to remember what you're doing on three different, four different things. Now the content will change, right? So like what we do on a business level is like you have your anchor content, like a big piece of content, and then you split it up into micro content, right? So let's say we have this cool podcast, right? And then I like save the video. And then after we're done, probably what I'll do is I'll take that, send it to my team and we'll cut it up and we'll cut like a cool couple snippets out and we'll make a GIF and we'll make a, like a small little article about it, which we'll tweet with a link to a blog post that has the full podcast, right? And then we'll link to the Apple thing. And we just did one piece of content, but we, we split it into micro content. So that way, you're not obsessed with having like a million different things. No one really cares. And they're only going to see 10% of your stuff at any time anyways. Right. So what you want to do is take your anchor content, do something really cool, split it into a bunch of pieces and then distribute it where those pieces fit best. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. 100%. Yeah. That's content marketing sort of one-on-one, but it is hard and it is a pain, but if you do it, it will work. The long tail of social media. It's like, if there's a guy or a gal that's out there and they're all over social media and they have a consistent brand and they have cool stuff to look at and I can actually see properties and I might be on the fence. I'm not ready to sell yet. I'm not ready to buy. Yeah. I'm at the top of the funnel, like totally. But 
there's probably, I think I read the statistic. I don't know if maybe it's in Arizona or nationwide, one in 172 people are real estate agents. It's like, there's a lot of them, you know, chances are you're going to know a few people who are real estate agent, but you know, if it's, let's say Becky over there, she's all over social media, she's doing a good job at it. And she's been like that for three years. You know, when you're, when you're ready to sell your house, like you're going to probably go with her, right? Just because the mind share, yeah. she's got it. It takes yeah. time, it might take three years, but you got that mind share. Right. Right. And, you know, I think there's another book that's really cool. It's called uh, Positioning, old school marketing book, right? And Position talks all about positioning brands. And it's, you know, maybe for larger companies, but I think people can only remember like seven brands. They call it like the seven ladders, right? So it's like, how many toothpaste can you name, right? Oh, Colgate, you know? I mean, I don't know, maybe five, maybe you're probably not going to name 25, you know, there might be a thousand brands of toothpaste in the market. Right. Right. So that mind share is like, it's crazy if you can get on that seven hmm. up in that seven. And so consumers are the same way or just your neighbor or your friends are the same way. I mean, there's people who are like friends with realtors and they sell the house with someone else because they just like never talk about it because yeah. they don't want to talk business. You know, they don't see any content on it. They don't, they just forget yeah. in a way. Yeah. And they're not trying to be jerks. They just like literally forgot. Now they're screwed. And, and then they're like, you know, they, they have this awkward moment where they have to like confess that, you know, I didn't right. use you. Well, right? but, but who's to blame? It's like you go to you go to Thanksgiving dinner and your cousin announces they just bought a house. And you're like, what the hell? Right, but, right, the, right. but the answer is look in the mirror. Like you didn't do a good enough job staying in front of them unless they had a goofy reason why. Right. They don't want to share personal stuff. But uh, most likely they forgot. And why did they forget? Yeah. Because you're not in their face enough. And I would agree. And my whole thing and the reason why I built the company is like, I got some sympathy, you know, it's hard. It's, it's not that easy, you know? So like, it's so easy to like blame and to point the fingers and whatever. And it's true. Yeah. You didn't do the work. You're not going to get the results life. Right. That's just, just the way it works, man. Works like that for everything. But sometimes doing the work is like super hard and you have like a life and you have all these things going on, you know? So if you're an organized person, you can systemize it, right? And, you know, you don't need us if you don't want to, man, get an Excel, get on it. If you like to write, you like to take pictures, you like to talk about crazy stuff on the internet in a, in a way that's, you know, conductive to business, mm -hmm. go for it. Yeah, Do it, but do it, yeah. you know, and do it for like three years. And then suddenly your, your pipeline three years out is going to be massive. That's it. That what you just said right there. We tell everybody it's a two to three year plan on branding on social. And that's why most people don't do it because they want the quick buck. They, they don't have a sustainable mindset to stick with it. But like I'm living, breathing proof of that it works. Like I just, I've done exactly that. And I know a lot of people right. that have done exactly that, uh, but we're in the small minority. And the fact is, is, you know, you got to find your pillars. You got to find your content. You got to find your passions. It's easy to talk about it. I'm in mortgages. You wouldn't know it because I don't ever talk about them because I don't have to because I'm a walking brand. I do it subtly, right? Well, this is a bad example, but I'm wearing lab coats today because everybody knows that. And this is actually a company shirt, but it's kind of a fun one. And it's perfect for this conversation. Perception is reality and it lists all of the social media. But on the right. back, it's got my brand. And and right. you know, and, and for so I, I always tell people it's like you get you get you can't see the forest of the trees. Like you just want to vomit real estate. The problem is is they're only posting once a week. And so they right. feel like, well, if I'm on a post, I need to post about real estate. And, and the answer to me, that way I answer them is that, no, you should be posting every single day. And five or six of those days should just be you documenting your life. Share what's happening in your life. That's what stories are for, right? right. And, and then spackle in the business because you're playing an algorithm game more than anything. And if yep. you play the algorithm correctly, 
you're going to show up on more people's feeds more consistently, and they're going to subliminally see your real estate posts, probably not going to engage them because it's not interesting, but they're going to remember. Right. And that's the key thing. So we're going a little late on time. I want to, I want to dive yeah. deep because I could talk about this stuff all day, I know, I know. as I'm sure you could too. Yeah. You know, we, we, we kind of, we, we dabbled on this conversation of, uh, you know, you're a realtor, this is what you need to be doing. And, and obviously you're just regurgitating and validating what we all say. But w- when it comes to a company like yours, which, you know, I want to give you a little spiff here because obviously you're doing something wonderful for the real estate world. That's what that agency is all about. We want to give back. We want to give people the latest and the greatest and let them know what tools are out there. So let's dive, dive deep for the, for the audience and let them know very specifically like what they would get if they were to say, you know what, man, I need this. Like I, I, that's fine. I'll document here and there, but man, I don't have time to create all this content I need to create. So I need to hire a property simple. What does that look yeah. like? Well, you know, what I would say is like, look, you, you have to have this baseline of good content and then sprinkle on all the personalized stuff, sprinkle on the document in your life. You know, that's the kind of stuff you have a phone in your pocket and start doing stuff. But in the background, you have, you can just like slide these sliders and say, I like this kind of content, this kind of content, and, and you're, you're good to go. You're going to sprinkle that in automatically. And you know that there's a tech company that behind it that has actually like knows actually a ton about content marketing and has like built all these funnels for you. Every piece of content is a funnel, right? And it goes right back to you, right back to you, right back to you. And it's, it's pretty cool. Like if you want, I'll, I'll do a little something here. I'll share the screen just yeah. for a second. Yep. And we'll describe it to you. So, so many yeah. of you are listening to this, but we'll describe and, what he's showing. And I'll describe it right here. So it's like, basically this is what happens when you log in. And what you see here is you just see a content calendar, right? You see like, oh, there's going to collection of luxury properties. And I'm going to click this to show you. This is going to post to Twitter here. And it has the name, it has the brand, it has this thing. And if you click this, there would be all this cool stuff to see inside of it, right? And this is going to post to, to Twitter in 42 minutes. And there's going to be an article, three money-saving features to look for when buying a home. This is going to also hit Twitter three more hours, you know? And then it's got a couple more tweets because he has it very active. And then suddenly another article on Facebook and then a LinkedIn post, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And so what you have here is just this nice baseline content that's going out. So Property Simple is going to take care of that for you. It's going to make it really easy for you to like wrap up a collection, any niche that you want. You just, you just click a couple buttons. When you say click a couple buttons, so in that case, the, the example he was showing was somebody who's clearly more all in on Twitter. But I'm going to go ahead and venture to say that far fewer of us are engaged on Twitter. Most are Facebook. Most oh, are yeah. really going in on Instagram. Most have some involvement on LinkedIn. And then of course, uh, YouTube and now TikTok. So if I'm an agent and I come into this and say, listen, the majority of my stuff's on Facebook, I guess you build it around that. Yeah. And so like, for example, like just to, to wrap up with this, all these properties right here, like he's got some emojis, he's got some, some dollar bags, right? Luxury properties. All these properties right here, he's not the listing agent on, but he's capturing the lead on it, right? As you can see right here, he's part of this conversation. And, and that's cool. And that's going to be a piece of content on social media. And so it's all he does is it clicks the heart and this thing wraps up. But if you see, it's a funnel too, though, right? Because you have all these, here's the main content. But then right below, you have another little piece of content, which is more collections, another rabbit hole. And then you have the active listings. Okay, we can go see those. And then you have the newest ones in the area. You can see those. And then you have blog posts, et cetera, et cetera. So all these pieces of content are all linked to each other because that's how you want to link up your content in a content marketing strategy, right? So you have all that going on and you have like this basket of content everywhere here and you can just sort of slide how much you want. He's got it maxed out on Twitter 
and Facebook, not so much on LinkedIn. And he can just choose what he wants. He wants collections, listings, maybe I want articles and home improvement tips, whatever, videos that are auto-created. And then all this content just starts to get put into a media mix, right? And yeah, and so you would be able to click it and he would have this cool content that has him branded, it has his phone number, it has a very easy way to contact him. So it gives um, it the perception that he wrote the blog post essentially. Everything is like white labeled in a way as far as like the content to you. So it feels like you, it always, it's like you're, you're the protagonist of this story, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and we want to keep it that way because that way it funnels to you, right? And then you have something to talk about, you have a conversation starter, you have something to build off of. So Property Simple takes care of all the content, takes care of the video, it takes care of ads, ads are super cool. How is it, how is it taking care of video? I'll show you, I'll show you an ad right now. So here's like an ad uh, or ad manager. So Jeff's ran a bunch of ads in here. And if you were to go to like, say this one right here is a new to market. This is a rental, not a, not a great example, but you know, he spent a hundred bucks. He got 14 leads. It was seen, you know, over a thousand times. And if you were to click into it, you would see all the leads, which I don't want to show you guys here because those are real people. And, um, but then you get a video too. So this, I don't know. I don't know if you can hear that, but this video here is auto created. Okay. Right. And the video uh, for those of you listening, it's, it's, it's kind of like a, um, it's, it's a, it's, images of the property. So it's not like a talking head video. There's no person in the video. It's just showing, it's showing the rooms. It's showing the data about the house. It's now showing the nearby schools. It's kind of cool. That's, that's, that's a very cool, uh, I see, I see what you mean there. So, so it's not necessarily the kind of uh, video content that I think a lot of people are thinking, like I need to be in front of the camera. It's more property specific videos uh, more than anything. Right. And, and it's short and it's, it's actually that video format you can download. Um, you can post it right here from Facebook, but then you can take it and you can put it on Instagram. It's, Anywhere. it's formatted for Instagram. Right. So it's sort of cool. You know, you don't really have to do anything. And what we'll do is once this happens, we'll run an Instagram ad for you. We'll run a lead form ad for you on Instagram, on Facebook. We'll run traffic ads as well to it. And if anyone clicks it, it's going to go to listing. It goes to you. Um, any, anyone fills out a lead, you're going to get a lead. We have a CRM that's built in with a ton of um, ways for you to capture leads, either through social media or through, um, you know, a Facebook post or through a Twitter post or LinkedIn post or whatever. It's all in here. And then we'll tell you what to do next. So for example, you would go in here and you would see that, that, you know, this lead was captured on social media. And then you could see that she interacted with a piece of content a day ago, a day ago, Three days ago, four days ago. So this is like a super fan, apparently. Where where are these ago. where are these leads going to? So let's just say they do run a lead ad. Do you have to connect it to a CRM, or do you guys have something built in that has automation? How does that work? So we have a built-in CRM. It's not like a super awesome CRM. I'm gonna like just put that disclaimer out. You know, it's my own company. What it's cool though is it like captures it all and it shows you the interactions on social. It's, we call it a social CRM. So like if you got a lead, you would see if that lead came back, if it like liked your Facebook post or something like that. Like that's what I'm showing here is that this, this came in organically. It didn't come in from an ad. And then this person has come back and like saw posts, liked it, liked it, you know, and then it sort of says return the favor, like, like one of their posts and you can sort of check that off. Right. And this would take you right to the post, right? So you could go there and just interact with it. Right. So you would see like this post right here, which I'll throw a like on it. So it's like, that's sort of what it is. Um, it will bring it will bring you to the conversation so you can participate in the conversation. We haven't seen a, so, uh, a CRM that's like really like that for social media. So that's where we started. 
to give you a little preview, we are at, we're actually making it really cool now. So we're adding text messaging, um, Facebook, so you'll be able to, I'm sorry, phone calls. So you'll be able to send a text, receive a text that will stay in the CRM, make a phone call. You can choose to record that phone call. We'll stay there in the CRM. And then we're adding email and the ability to email from the CRM. We don't have that today. And then do drip campaigns. And we're basically making playbooks. So you can take somebody and be like, okay, you know, this person is in this part of life cycle, click a button, and then we have an automated playbook. Right. It's not awesome. in the app yet, but it's coming. You know, so that's basically organic social media, like content marketing. We take care of that. Ads, we make it very easy to do ads for open houses, new to markets, and just sold. So those are three ad types that we that we have products for. And then we have a new product that we launch in zip codes. It's sort of like when you would buy um, a zip code on Zillow. But what we do is we sell off the entire zip code. And we, we auto market all the properties in zip code, and then we we bring it to you. And so you can see here, like he's got all these properties in the zip code that are generating traffic and views and leads for him. And so that's, that's it. You know, we have sort of three products for those three tiers of clients, the guys that want to like farm an entire neighborhood, you guys are, are zip code, you can buy a zip code for the people who just want help with organic social media marketing. We can take care of that for you as well. And for the people who want to run an ad, right? So that, that covers sort of the use cases in our opinion for the majority of social media stuff. We're not going to be like awesome on YouTube yet. Um, you're going to have to do that yourself the old school way for a while. Mm -hmm. We can't go out and film a cool video for you, right? You're still going to have to do that with your phone. Like we think you should probably go listen to Gary Vee, right? And listen to Lab Code Agents and listen to the thought leaders in the space because they know what they're talking about, you right. know? Yeah, you should, you should, you know, do the work and you, you'll get results for sure. I love it. I love it. So anything before we wrap up, uh, I want to, to let everybody know how they can find you, how they can get a hold of you, how they can learn more. Uh, but before you give us that, is there anything that you would like to leave the listener with today? No, I mean, you know, just because of the times that we're in, I don't know when this is going to air, but just be positive, you know? Um, people want to be around happy people, right? So get out there, you know, still do your job, be happy about it, go out there. I would say that is like your biggest win. You know, like my buddy who was like, everything was fantastic is the reason why we're friends. The guy like changed my life because he like just said the word fantastic like 20 times. You know what I mean? And like, mm -hmm. as a realtor, your job is out there with the world. It's out there like helping people do stuff, buy houses, you know, and, and everyone knows that it's a big transaction, whatever. But like, people like to work with people that are happy. People like to work with people that are positive. So put that out in the world and you're going to get more of that. Social media, same thing. Be happy. Put it out there on social media, you know, and then automate the rest. That, that's like basically my two cents, you know, internally in your house, you can have a crying fest, but, right. you know, take it, don't take it in the, into the world if, if you they, can, right? What do they say? Your, your vibe attracts your tribe. So that's right. <laughs> if, if, if you're spewing out BS about politics or, 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 you know, you're very opinionated about something, you're going to attract the same thing. But if you're putting out positivity and you're sharing and you're being a giver without expecting anything in return, you're going to receive it back tenfold. And I think right. that's, and, and that's awesome. That's, that's exactly. That's the crux of Gary Vee. That's what you're saying. I mean, it's, it's right on. And that's it. And if you want to find out about us, it's just propertysimple.com. There's a button up top that says, are you an agent? Click that button. You can go into that. We have our own funnel, right? You'll go in there. You'll see all the stuff. You'll find, you'll find out about us. Awesome. Awesome. And, and if they want to get a hold of you, I assume you're on all of the uh, social media platforms. That's right. Yeah. You can find me on Facebook. Um, it's ask, it's Facebook slash ask Adrian. Or, or I'm sorry, meet Adrian. And then it's like ask Adrian another one, but whatever you, you can find me pretty easy on social media. Awesome. So. Adrian Fisher and it's A D R I A N 
Yeah. Uh, Fisher, just like fish, like F-I-S-H-E-R. That's it. That's right. Awesome. Perfect. Adrian, this has been fantastic, man. I wish we had more time to talk because we could just talk about this I know. probably for days, but this has been fascinating and I enjoyed learning about your story, which is very cool, very unique. And so it's, it's fun. It's fun to have you share that. And then also just learning about property simple, man. Like you said, there's not, there are options out there, but there's uh, there's not a lot that we find that we just love. And uh, this is a cool platform, and uh, we're looking looking forward to future collaborations. Uh, so this has been awesome. Thank you so much. Okay, thanks, Jeff. Man, it's been great to be on the show. Thank everyone that's that's listening. You know, I appreciate it. Awesome. Thanks, Adrian. Bye. Agents Podcast.